0: Hey, welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one branding coach for therapists. And so in today's episode, I want to talk to you about the three branding tips I have for you that will increase leads to your business, especially a profitable private practice. And so I have, if you haven't um, read or I'm going to say listen to any of my past podcast episodes, I've had the luxury of building a individual and a group practice from ground zero, and they both have been multi-six-figure businesses, and they have been very successful over the last eight years. So over that time, I've also realized that the foundation to my private practice was built based off of networking with groups of different people in the community, specifically for referrals, and then of course, when it gets closer to 2020, a lot of my new client referrals have come directly off of an internet search and or through social media. So specifically with my private practice, when I first began, the bulk of my referrals came from word of mouth. Now I were on I was on insurance panels at the time and of course I would generate referrals through there, you know, weekly, but a lot of my private pay clients came through word of mouth. And so I want to talk to you about some common things that I believe that a lot of clinicians are overlooking and or they may feel overwhelmed regarding how to brand yourself to increase the leads that come to your business. So some of these you may have heard me talk about before and I will continue to repeat them in various podcasts because they continue to come up as the main questions from mental health providers. So tip number one, speak directly To your target audience every single time. So you may be wondering, what does she mean by target audience? This is specifically to your ideal client, your client avatar. Now you may also be wondering: well, well, what if I serve, you know, children, adolescents, adults, and couples? The one thing that I talk to my dope therapist academy students, um, you know, in their program when they're building out their business plan, is that even though you may serve multiple groups of people, my question to you is what's your number one type of client? Because that's the person that you're going to go hard for in terms of your marketing message. And so, some things that I looked at when marketing my services and talking to my ideal clients was that my marketing materials and now they're directly online spoke to them directly. So for example, when I was specifically wanting to attract more premarital couples, I talked about some of the things that premarital couples don't think about in terms of conversations before they get married, common things that come up after you get married. And then I also started to bring in information about most recent referrals from people who were already married but they're coming in for trouble in their marriage and wouldn't they like to be more preventative before they get married to get help in that area so that's what I mean by marketing materials that would be that was the verbiage that was used like on my psychology today on my website and or any other platform that I was marketing couples services to Also, I wanted people to read that information and know that they were a good match with me. And so news to my ears would be when a new client would call my office I would call them back because of course they would leave a voicemail and I would ask them what either attracted them to my services or how did they find out about me and it was so awesome for the clients or potential clients to actually utilize the words that I had used on psychology today or on my website they would say things like oh, I'm experiencing a life transition, we're engaged, but we wanna make sure that we have certain conversations as you mentioned on your website, I saw that you had a book, you know, too. And so again, the reason why I was able to attract my ideal clients in my private practice is because I targeted them based off of the words that I would put out there on online platforms and through physical marketing material as well. Tip number two, follow-up. Now, if you are a procrastinator, this is where your business may suffer. So in terms of follow-up, something that I learned very early on in personal development was that the penny is in the follow-up, meaning your money is actually in the follow-up. Most of us may not get it Immediately, as far as someone giving us a yes, but they may tell you yes if you follow up. And a follow up can be a thank you email, it can be a follow up phone call, but nevertheless, you're following up. And so, one of the basic follow up things that I do in my practice that I will honestly say after surveying various therapists within different agencies that they do not do efficiently is answering their voicemails. Meaning if someone is not a good match for them via the schedule that they want, or maybe this client is looking for someone who takes their insurance and you don't take it, then clinicians just don't call them back. And just as a courtesy, I would like call the client back and say hey I actually don't take your insurance you know I'm curious how did you find out about my services because sometimes what I have found is that I have had a agreement with certain insurance panels in which I take their PPO and you know I give the client a super bill but what happens is my tax id and my MPI number is now in their system and one particular panel somehow listed me as a provider which in actuality I was a out-of-network provider but they were listing me as a provider to PPO clients and unfortunately for PPO clients who had a deductible meaning they had to pay out of pocket if I wasn't in network first to meet their deductible and then the insurance panel would pay a certain percentage of the fees they were sent to me and then I had to turn them right back to the insurance panel and so that's another reason why I would answer the voicemails because I could only imagine going through something and you're getting the run around or maybe you know they found you because you're their most ideal match based off of what they read online and then you don't call them back so that to me is just not professional you know great practices um, another area in follow-up is that follow up if there was a delay in terms of them getting back to you so maybe you talk to them maybe you let them know you know what your availability was how you can help them what your fee schedule was and then they said oh let me think about it let me talk to my spouse let me look at my finances and then a week has went by you should call them back and I would actually tell them on the phone call if they said oh let me think about it I would then say something like would you prefer a phone call or an email you know and I can give you a call back on Thursday because today is Monday. That way they know to expect you and you know if they don't pick up or they don't respond to an email at least you can say that you followed up. So those are some tips for the follow-up and remember the penny is in the follow-up so sometimes the reason why you don't get the clients but they're very ready is that maybe they forgot maybe life happens and they just simply need a reminder that they were supposed to call you back. Now tip number three this is really really huge is for focus on adding value. Focus on adding value. So one concern that comes up for a lot of clinicians who either want to do podcasts or they have blog posts or they do you know live streams on social media is that some people are scared of giving away information for free because you may feel like if I give it away for free, they're not going to pay me for it. And that actually is not true. So I would say take your time and, of course, start with a consultation. Give valuable information during a free up to 15 minute consultation to ensure that they are a good match. And during that consultation, we actually talked about this in depth in the framework um, that's part of our Dope Therapist Academy when they're building out their business plan. We talk heavily about how to structure your consultation and what information to share because you also want to make sure that you have boundaries. And you don't share too much information on the consultation to the point where they felt like they just got a free therapy session during a consultation. Your goal is to collect information, let them know how they how you can help them based off of how you conduct therapy and then schedule them for the appointment. But your goal is to give them so much value, whether it be online through an email server. Maybe you have a newsletter that goes out, but you can give tips here and there. So prime example is that I do podcasts. Some clinicians may take all this information and say, hey, I'm ready to build my private practice. But as you can see, even based off this topic, this says three branding tips that will increase your leads. Now, I am giving you the what and some of the how, but in order to build out your entire foundation, your entire structure for your private practice, you'll need more than these three branding tips, right? And you'll be able to ask me personalized questions about your business so that I can help you build out your structure your framework. Okay. So be very careful about how you also collect value online because also with collecting so much value online, there can be conflictual information about who does it correctly in terms of how to conduct cognitive behavioral therapy, how to treat trauma, how to treat panic attacks. Your goal is to be the expert on that phone call when someone calls you. Now, my third point in regards to focusing on adding value is that you want to make sure that your value is relevant to your client's problem and that you can show them the solution to the problem. No one wants to go to the doctor and then the doctor is not the right doctor. They have to be referred to another doctor. And then when they meet with that final doctor, the doctor then has to consult 5,000 times with different people to figure out if they can figure out the solution to your problem. Like that's too much running around. So you want to know first who your target audience is. That was tip number one. Be able to follow up with people. Be able to understand what can you offer as value. Tip number three, so that you can actually start attracting the right clients in your business because believe it or not, once you become more confident and comfortable with advertising yourself as the expert in a particular area in the mental health field, you will automatically draw out leads because you will now be showcased as the expert, Okay. So I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. Um, let me know if any other topics that come up to mind that you want to learn about in terms of branding or marketing a private practice. Um, you know, subscribe to my podcast channel and then rate it. You know, let me know your biggest takeaway. Sometimes what clinicians do that listen to my podcast is that they snapshot this episode. You can head over to Instagram at Dr. TK Psych and tag me on a post or a story and let me know your biggest takeaway. I would love to engage with you. I would love to hear what you have to say and also hear about other topics that you want to learn about in terms of building a profitable business. Now, if you want to learn more about the Dope Therapist Academy, which we teach clients how to build their blueprint, aka your five-year business plan, build the infrastructure of your business, help you reach those ideal clients, help you automate your back office, including your documentation system so that you can get your time back, help you figure out your true niche because that leads to your expertise which also leads... To additional streams of income, and then also we talk about delegating tasks, meaning again getting things off your plate so that you can focus on serving and living abundantly. Then I would highly encourage you to check check the show notes, and um, it's on my website at drtk.com before slash dta. It is a back page, so it will not come up directly if you go to my website, but you can just check out the show notes if you want to really see where you are at in terms of building a profitable business, a private practice. Then also take my private practice quiz that also can be located in the show notes. And that will tell you what course of action my recommendation of what you should do next. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I will see you in the next one. Love you.